You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, Coach, I know they got the three there at the end of the half. What are you happiest with, especially on offense? Not a damn thing. I'm not happy about a damn thing. We turned the ball over. This should be a 35-point game by half right now. We're not happy about Defensively, what are you going to build on in the second half, Coach? Nothing. Too many damn penalties. Same thing right there. Too many penalties. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you on this Monday after week two. Tonight we got a Monday night football game. Lions and the Packers, you heard there, Bruce Arians upset about his offense at the half. Well, they got going. They put up some points and not even hitting on all cylinders yet. Let's talk to our guy, Mike Lombardi, Odyssey NFL Insider, who's joined the show now. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to the data and insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter. And beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Mike, a lot of crazy games yesterday, especially late in that 4 o'clock window. I mean, just an incredible uh, incredible viewing hour, a uh, couple hours there, of, of the NFL yesterday afternoon. Let, let's start with a game that I do think has some ramifications. Dallas, they go into Los Angeles, won that game. Their defense played well enough to, you know, to hold down the Chargers, what did that game say more to you about it? Is Dallas's defense better than we think, or is that about the Chargers not you know, finding enough ways to score points? Well, I, I'm not sure. I, I thought that the game was a little bit about uh, Tony Carento, Tony Carenti and some of the mm-hmm. decisions he made. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, look, I, I, Dallas played well. I, I thought that, you know, they were able to run the ball. They had 31 rushing attempts, averaged over six yards. You know, Dak only throws four incomplete passes in the game. I mean, very efficient, had the bad interception. But, again, it comes really right down to, as we look at these games, and so much of them yesterday come down to execution in the red zone. And, you know, the Chargers are one for four down in the red zone, 0 for one on goal to go. You, you know, that's the formula for losing football games. So, you know, when you play good in the red zone, it doesn't matter how many yards you accumulate during the game. And the Chargers had 408 yards, you know but they just couldn't cash in when it came time to do it. And I think a lot of it had to do with penalties, mistakes. I mean, that 12, they had 100 yards in penalties. So, you know, I, I'm not ready to say the Cowboys are good on defense, especially when they were missing so many of their guys. But, hey, they found a way to win. I thought the game would be a field goal game, uh, and it ended up being that's exactly what it ended up being. Mike, no surprise in week two, you see a, a number of rookie quarterbacks go through their struggles. Zach Wilson against the Bilicek defense. Of course, that's going to happen Trevor Lawrence doesn't have much help down in Jacksonville, and Justin Fields forced into action. Uh, what did you think about those three and their play? Well, I mean, look, uh, you know, the, all three of those guys played behind in the game. You know, I thought Fields came in, 
you know, he was erratic, but his footwork and his ability to run with the ball certainly made a huge difference. It wasn't his passing game. I mean, you know, I think he was 29. He was a 29 quarterback rating in the game. It was bad. But, you know, look, they're young. They're going to grow. I mean, Zach Wilson uh, is really problematic. I mean, I think he tried to force the ball. He underthrew the ball. He's been hit too much too soon in his career. Same thing going for his Trevor Lawrence. Same thing with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got sacked four times again yesterday. That's nine sacks on the season. You know, so I, I think a lot of it is getting quarterbacks hit. And, you know, then you watch the young quarterback in Mac Jones, and he looks like a 10-year veteran out there. Oh, awesome. I just realized I was on mute. Sorry about that, Mike. Mike Lombardi, Odyssey NFL insider with us. Speaking of quarterbacks, um, you know, Kyler Murray, um, he's looked impressive. We were even talking about him, um, at taking a future on him uh, in the NFL MVP. Um, what's your assessment of Kyler Murray through the first couple weeks? Well, I mean, look, it's good. He's outstanding. I mean, he's makes he's the roadrunner. It's beep beep. You're chasing him all over the field. It's hard to get to him. You know, he makes plays. He gets out of trouble. He, but he does some really bad. He does some some decisions that he makes in the games that cost his team. And yesterday he made one, and they got away with it. I mean, he runs out of bounds with two forty eight to go in the game. Now I know it didn't bother Akeem Talib on the broadcast, but it bothered the hell out of me. You know, you can't run out of bounds in that situation. you got to let the clock run all the way down. It gave Minnesota an extra timeout. And by having that extra timeout, you know, Minnesota's got the ball, you know, it was 40 seconds to go in the game and they and a timeout, and they decide not to even try to advance the ball any further. So I think Murray's playing great. There's nobody who could deny it. I mean, his foot quickness, his ability to elude, his loose playability is remarkable, you know, and, and, and he can get himself in, in situations where, you know, you just can't avoid uh, – you can't get him on the ground. I mean, he throws for 400 yards. I thought he was outstanding, but there's a couple times – you know, he throws two interceptions in the game. There's a couple times where you think, man, he, he just can't do that. But, look, this Cardinal offense is good. They can move the football. They're effective. Mike, you mentioned there uh, the play by Murray that, that was not a good one. He obviously makes a lot of great ones. What, what do you watch the most when you watch quarterback play now? Because statistics, I think we've gone to a point where it's, it's just absurd, right? 21 quarterbacks right now have a 66 or better completion percentage. 14 quarterbacks through two weeks have a 100 or better passer rating. What do you look at? Because those old numbers, even numbers from three or four years ago, Mike, everyone does it now. So, so when you watch these games, what do you look at that helps you determine what's good to what's great to what's not so good? I look at decision-making. I look at fourth-quarter performance and decision-making. I think what you have to understand about the National Football League is there's really three games going on at one time. The first quarter is about assessment. What are we, what's going on in the game? How do you assess it? The second and the third quarter is about executing the, the, the assessment. Did you have the right game plan? Do you have to modify your game plan? What are you going to do? The fourth quarter is a standalone game. I think we saw that last night in the in the finale. It's a standalone game. No matter what's happened in the first three quarters, the fourth quarter stands alone. And the quarterbacks that execute the best in the fourth quarter are the best quarterbacks, no matter what their quarterback rating is. And the ones that can make plays, make good decisions in the fourth quarter, give their team a chance to win, are the ones that I look for in the fourth quarter. And I think that's got to be the case, and that's how you have to evaluate it. When the game is on the line, it's one of the things with Baker Mayfield. You know, he's played the Chiefs twice in the last year. And, and he's had the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to win the game, and he hasn't been able to do it yet. Now, is it on Baker? Is it the scheme? What is it? I think you have to make that assessment. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Mike, yeah, the Chiefs very close to an 0-2 start on the season. And uh, I see beat reporters for the Chiefs this morning writing, there's no reason to be bullish on the Chiefs. Last I checked, they still have they still have uh, uh, Pat Mahomes, but they're not covering the number. And uh, even if they would have pulled off the victory setup for a field goal last night, they're not covering the point spread. 2-11 and against the spread in their last 13 games. Where are we on Kansas City and with that defense? Well, I, I think they're, I, I think Kansas City's defense is, is – what you have to understand about Kansas City's defense is they are about just making a play a series. They're never going to be a good defense. They never have been a good defense. They've always been a defense that they have to make a negative play one time every series, and they'll get them off the field. And when their offense doesn't score any points in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. they will lose games, no matter how big of a lead they've accumulated. I mean, they scored two or three quarters. They only had the ball 24 minutes in the game last night. They scored 35 points in three quarters. They scored 35 points with 24 minutes on, on the clock. That's all they utilized. But the fourth quarter, a standalone game, they didn't do anything. They got one first down in the fourth quarter. We could talk about the Chiefs defense all we want. The Chiefs defense has always, has always been masked by the Chiefs offense. They're all about making a negative play. They're all about creating some form of a negative play. And if they do that, they're really good. If they don't do that and their offense doesn't carry them, they're in trouble. Mike, quickly before we let you go, who do you like in tonight's game, and would you lay the points with the Packers minus eleven and a half? I think Detroit's defense is really slow, and, and I think the Packers can really move the football on them. I worry about the Packers' defense when it comes to an eleven-point spread. I probably, you know, usually these eleven-point spreads, divisional matchups, you know, that's fifty-eight percent when it gets double-digit percentage on 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 these, and when it gets to double digits, particularly in September. I might just take the Lions. I don't like to play. I don't. I don't. I don't like playing a team that hasn't played well, and then counting them to play well when I haven't seen it yet. But I would, if I had to, I would take the Lions. Great stuff, Mike. We appreciate it. We'll check in again soon. That was Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real, proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle's weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. We'll get to that Monday night game coming up. A couple of things we haven't touched on here today, uh, and and we really didn't touch much on it at all yet, the Saints game. Saints and the Panthers yesterday. That was a home dog. I love the Panthers. I I, I took that on Friday as the best bet. But what surprised me, I thought that game would be closer, and I thought the Saints would perform better. So here's what we have to dissect right now. Because we, we did this a little bit last week, but we could still do it because it's still early. Which side is the like, – what, what mattered more? What's real? Because the Saints coming off of demolishing the Packers last week, they looked bad. Are the Panthers just really good, or did we get fooled by the Saints in week one? R.I.P. Jameis comeback. Uh, the resurgence. <laughs> Not for I, one you week. you notice – You've noticed I've been quiet lately on the Saints well, yeah. and James you did, Winston, right? You did pick Carolina, though, in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, 
there was like a the most Jameis Winston interception ever in that game. It's I guess this is what you get from the guy. You're going to see good games. And you're going to see bad games. It's who he is, yeah. right? I know we give all the praise to Sean Payton, but I, maybe it had nothing to do with it. But assistant coaches matter, right? Missing mm-hmm. eight assistant coaches, and I believe every one of them on the offensive side of the ball. So you know it was a messy week for New Orleans. Yeah. And listen, we were on Carolina. It was one of our contest picks, and we talked about Carolina all week at three and a half, and it actually closed at three. So the move, the money was moving to the Panthers side, which I found interesting. Every sharp had Carolina in this one. But, um, yeah, uh, here, here's the yardage. 383 to 128. 28. I repeat, a Sean Payton offense had 128 total yards with a 3.0 yards per play. So that was that was the game. Like, I, I keep track of all the bets and, and write them out, which ones are hitting, which ones are not. Like, early on, way too early, which I think is, you know, something's going to happen to me if I write it down. Like, I got to wait till the final score. I didn't wait till the final score. There was no comeback with the Saints yesterday. Like, they, they were not in that ball game from jump. Mm-mm. Well, and it makes me wonder if the other side is is really becoming the story because I I, look, I think the Saints are what they are. They're they're okay, I, and I they're probably not be as bad as I thought six weeks ago. They're not as good as they looked in week one. Carolina is the story the way I see it after that game. You mentioned the okay. the yardage, Joe. In week one, they hit Sam Darnold a million times. Excuse me, they hit Zach Wilson a million times. In week two, they hold a Sean Payton offense about a hundred yards of offense. They're two weeks in. Sam Darnold looks competent. Dare I say? 68.5 completion percentage, one the one turnover. Uh, he's played well through two weeks. Matt Rule's a good coach. He's been a good coach at every stop. This thing, I always feel like turnarounds happen quicker than we think. We're always like, oh, yeah, oh, maybe yeah. three years in. You know what? Maybe this is going to work. They're 2-0 and with a trip to Houston on, on Thursday. A 3-0 and Panthers team is very likely. Okay, let me ask you this. Which one of these 2-0 and teams is not going to make the playoffs? Vegas, Arizona, Denver, or Carolina? I would say Vegas. Because of the division? Because of the division. And I think there's just more teams in the AFC. Though that, that might be a tiebreaker win over, over Pittsburgh. I actually was going to ask Mike Lombardi his assessment because I know he was high on the Steelers right. um, when yeah. we talked to him. And I was curious if he was surprised by what he saw from the Raiders. But that's a good question. So, so before the year started, I was trying to figure out who would be the last spot in the NFC playoffs. I, I thought it was difficult mm-hmm. to find that when I was trying to pick my playoff teams. And I was like, that last spot's weird. Minnesota, Chicago, one of the last place team in the West. I don't think the East gets to. Carolina now seems like a, a pretty good play for a playoff spot at 2-0. I'll tell you what the odds say. So this morning on FanDuel Sportsbook, Arizona is a favorite to make it at minus 150, yes. So they're a favorite to make it. Carolina is a favorite to miss it, minus 156 to the no. Uh, Denver, a favorite to make it at minus 166. And Vegas, a favorite to miss it. No is minus 134. Let me throw a couple quick games at you, Carolina schedule. Ready for this? At Houston, week three. When? You think, all right. At Dallas, week four. Maybe a loss, but that's, all right. Home for Philadelphia, home for Minnesota follows that. Oh, Philadelphia's easy. Win. Okay. <laughs> Minnesota, after that at home. 
Then uh, they they're going to split. The, they're going to split those two. Yeah. Okay. Then they go to the Giants. They go to Atlanta. Two winnable road games. Ooh. Yep. Like they have a real chance to get off to a big start before we get to Halloween. Now, that takes hey. us to Halloween. What were the odds on them to be the last team with a loss? Someone knows. Seventy oh, to one. Would, Seventy to yeah. one. And, Seth, dude, and that is got, live. They've got Dallas coming off a is it Monday Night Football Eagles game or is it? Ooh. Yeah, it's Monday Night Football, right? In Dallas. Yes. Yes, that's short, short week Dallas. for Dallas. Yep. So right, how about what? this? Wait, wait, wait. Here's a double whammy. Carolina's got the extra time Thursday to the next yep. Monday night. Or Thursday to the next Sunday. Dallas, the short week. Let's go, baby. Uh-oh. When's, when's Denver going to lose? Oh, they got Baltimore week four. Yep. Ball's okay. got this. 70 Ram, to Rams 1. Rams have the Bucks wow. this week. I mean, the Bucks could win. The Rams have the well, Niners. you're going to knock one of those teams out. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yep. This show might have a 100 to 1 ticket come home. We'll hit on that next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BeckQL Daily, right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.